Live Creative Now, Episode 113. Welcome to Live Creative Now with Melissa Dinwiddie, a weekly podcast to inspire you to create your art and share your work. Because that's how you will change the world. Hello, I am Melissa Dinwiddie, Passion Fluorolite Artist, Happiness Catalyst, and Creativity Instigator, and author of The Creative Sandbox Way, which you can find at an Amazon near you, here to address all your questions about living a full-color creative life. Whether you think of yourself as non-artistic, not creative, which is a lie, or you think of yourself as an artist of any kind writer, visual artist, musical artist, poet, whatever, or anything in between, not artistic, not creative, or artist, or anything in between, no matter how you define yourself, feeding your creative hungers makes you feel more alive. It's how you change your life, and it's how you change the world. Because when you change your life, you change the world. That's how it works. Reminder, listeners wanted. If listening to this podcast has made a difference in your life, I would like to feature you. I would like to share your story of how listening to the podcast has made your life better in some way. Could be a really tiny way or could be a big way. Doesn't matter. I want to feature you in a listener spotlight. Here is how it works. There's two steps. The first step is simply to log into iTunes or the Apple podcast app, whichever one, whatever it is, and leave a rating and review. And if you don't know how to do that, no problem. You will find step-by-step instructions at livecreativenow.com slash iTunes dash review. That's livecreativenow.com slash iTunes hyphen review. Follow those instructions, leave a rating and review. Hopefully it's a good one. (laughs) And then so that I can find your review and it takes 24 hours or so for your review to to show up. So don't freak out if you post your review and then you can't find it. It takes about 24 hours for it to appear. The Some people somewhere in iTunes land, <laughs> I guess, go through some kind of process to approve it or something. I have nothing to do with it, but somebody somewhere, <laughs> I guess, goes through some process to review it. So it'll take a while for your review to appear. But copy and paste it into an email and send it to me. So or you can do a screenshot if you know how to do a screenshot and send your review to me so that I can find it. And you can email it to me at livecreativenow.com slash contact. That is it. Leave a rating and review over in iTunes, or on your podcast app, and send me what you wrote so that I can find you. And if you send it to me in an email, that I'll be able to email you back and let you know if I've picked you to be featured in a listener spotlight. If I pick you, then 
we will have a relaxed, fun conversation. I will make you very comfortable. I'm really good at that. And the recording of our conversation will be part of a future Live Creative Now podcast episode. So cool. So I hope that you will raise your hand to be uh, spotlighted in a listener spotlight. It'll be super fun. So now on with today's episode. Five years ago, I did something really risky, even though it put my stomach in this major lurch, like going down a roller coaster, worse than that. I put money down on a deposit at a retreat center, about a half an hour drive away from my house to host a creativity retreat. Now, this is something that I had been wanting to do for years. It was a short weekend retreat, just three days, two nights, full room and board for that time. I've been going to retreats with my calligraphy guild, the Friends of Calligraphy, for years, for, gosh, a decade at that point. And I wanted to duplicate that same feeling, that same kind of experience. I wanted to duplicate that same kind of experience to recreate it uh, as my own retreat and make it, but make it better. (laughs) I wanted to make it mine and create that same experience for a cohort of people that I would bring together a smaller group because the Friends of Calligraphy Retreat is like 30 people. And this would be small. I was hoping to get 10, well, nine people plus me for 10 total. But I was on the hook to pay for eight. So I was going to be out a lot of money if I didn't get eight people to sign up or seven people to sign up plus me. And I just got seven people, barely. (laughs) But we made it happen. And here's the thing, I really, really, really wanted it to be five days and four nights. But I knew that there was no way that I was going to be able to get people to commit to that my first year out of the gate, because retreats are expensive. Even when you're not going you know, five-star premium white glove, which this was not. This was a retreat center that was less expensive than market, what all the market, you know, the the going rate of all the other (laughs) retreat centers in the area, which is why I ended up going with them. And I really wanted to do a five days and four nights, but I knew that that was going to be really hard. So I gritted my teeth and I did what I knew that more people would probably be willing to spring for, which was two nights, three days and two nights. And I made it happen. It was really stressful, but I made it happen. And guess what everybody said at the end of the retreat? Oh, it was too short. 
I wish it were longer. It was so wonderful. I wish it were longer. <laughs> of course. So the next year, that was that had been 2013. So the next year, 2014, I did the same retreat, my create and incubate retreat, and I made it longer. I made it three nights, four days and three nights. And instead of uh, seven people, let's see, I think I got... I think I got one fewer person that year. Might have been the same. Eight all together with me. And it was wonderful. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. And at the end, guess what everybody said? It was too short. I wish it were longer. I loved it, but it was just too short. So the next year, 2015, I finally got my wish and I made it four nights and I got four people to sign up. So the retreat was half the size, but I still managed to make it run and it was still lovely. And at the end, everybody said it was too short. I wish it were longer. (laughs) I think, you know, you could do a month-long retreat and people would say that. But it clearly was not a good trend that it was shrinking. The number of people, it was shrinking. And I thought that year was very, was very disheartening. And I thought that maybe, maybe the retreat was just not meant to be. Maybe create and incubate... Maybe 2015 was going to be the last year. It's very deflating. But I figured, you know, I would give it another shot. But hey, you know, if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be. But I am nothing if not persistent. So last year, 2016, I ran Create and Incubate Retreat again. And again, it was five days and four nights. And it grew. Last year, there were seven of seven of us instead of just uh, four of us. And something shifted. The energy was really different. It was, it you know, it was always wonderful, but something about last year was magical. It was subtly different. And last year, 2016, although I didn't have a date booked for 2017 during last year's retreat because the venue that I was using all these previous years wouldn't let my teeny tiny little retreat book a year in advance. What I did have during last year's retreat was registration forms that people could use to reserve an early bird spot for a very special early bird price, which, you know, I gave them a very special price. And in return, they said, yes, I will give you my money, knowing that you don't have an actual date yet. And I said, Here's the deal. I don't have an actual date yet. 
if the date that I end up going with, and I will do my best to, to make it a date that works for you. But if I end up getting a date that doesn't work for you, I will give you your money back. So that was the deal. And when everybody handed in their filled in forms, I knew I had hit my stride. Something had finally clicked. Something had changed. It was like I had held in long enough. Four years. I had held in for four years and the retreat felt like it was just like dying and then something changed. So I don't know how many weeks passed and I was able to book the date for 2017, which is September 13th through 17th. And I was able to finalize the contract with the venue. This was still back in 2016. And everything was hunky dory. Boom, ready to go. And I booked um, a couple more people. So um, it ended up four people from last year, re-upped for 2017. My best friend and her husband who have come every single year, had to say (laughs) they're actors and uh, they had to say, we're going to have to hold out and wait until the very last minute, their last minuteers. But four people paid, put down all their money and registered. And then two more people signed up. So I had my seven people. Boom, everything ready to go. Or so I thought. (laughs) And then this is the part of the story that in story writing, in uh, movies, in plays is called The Tilt. Because then back in March, I got a call from Eric, who is the director over at Presentation Center, which is the venue that I had used for Create an Incubate Retreat for the past four years. This is the venue that I had a signed contract with and a deposit with, if you will recall. And by the way, I had just called them two days before this to pay an installment payment on my contract to give them my visa card in order to pay that installment payment. So Eric leaves me a message on my answering system saying that he needs to talk to me about my retreat ASAP. And my spidey sense tells me that something is wrong. And my spidey sense turns out to be right. Because when I finally reach Eric later that afternoon, he shares with me that due to their financial financial circumstances, the Presentation Center Board of Directors has decided to close down the center. Effective June 1st. Okay. This is back in March. My retreat is in September. And the venue, I'm just hearing in in March, middle of March, that the venue is closing on June 1st. So in other words, rather than honor their existing contracts, the board has decided to break all of the contracts that extend beyond June 1st. I am in shock. Uh, 
my, I feel like I've been punched in the stomach. I feel like the floor has just dropped out from beneath me and my studio is on the second floor. I feel like I have just fallen through from the second floor to the first floor. I live in California. I feel like we have just had an earthquake. I'm speechless. And also, I am such an empath. I'm thinking about Eric, the director of Presentation Center, who has literally just found this out himself that day. And is now it's in the afternoon, he is now hoarse from spending the entire morning phoning the over, I think it's 68 other conferences and retreats, who also had contract contracts after June 1st, because Eric felt strongly that he he needed to personally let them know over the phone so they wouldn't get, you know, just find out with a, a letter that, oops, sorry, you no longer have a place to hold your conference or retreat. Many of these conferences and retreats <laughs> have over 100 people, you know, flying from overseas who've already bought their plane tickets to come to the conference or the retreat. It's just, I mean, it's just an insane disaster. Or as I like to call it, a fluster cluck. (laughs) Plus the entire staff of Presentation Center is now out of a job. The whole thing is just unbelievable. And by the way, all of this, because the board of directors over the past however many years refused to raise their prices to market levels, which is a whole nother story. I won't even get into that. But here I was thinking I was getting this great deal, which I was, of course, passing on to my retreatants, when in fact, we were all shooting ourselves in the foot. Anyway. Back to here I am at my desk in this massive state of shock with my brain just spinning, wondering what's going to happen to create an incubate retreat. I'm about to leave town for the weekend in two days to deliver a speech on the other coast. And suddenly I have to find a new venue for our retreat on very short notice, when dozens of other conference and retreat organizers are also suddenly looking for new venues on very short notice too. Horrible timing, could not be any worse. But miraculously, for once, the gods were smiling because literally, as soon as I got off the phone with Eric, I picked up the phone and I started calling other venues just feeling utterly hopeless. (laughs) But literally, the second phone call I made was to another retreat center called St. Francis Retreat, where one brother James picked up the phone. And first thing he said when I told him that I was told him my my date that I was looking for September 13th through 17th, he said, I'm so sorry, we're fully booked that weekend, which is what I expected him to say. I said, well, you know, since I have you on the phone, do you ever host small art retreats? Because I noticed as I was 
looking at these other retreat centers online and making my other phone call that some of them, a lot of them are Catholic and some of them only host religious, religious groups. So I said, I'm looking for a, a new venue for my retreat for just seven to 10 people since presentation center is closing. And he said, Oh, you just have seven to 10 people. Well, hang on a minute. That's a different story. Give me a give me a second. Let me check on something. He got off the phone and I got hopeful. And when he came back on the phone a few minutes later, he said, we can accommodate you. And I almost fell off my cherry. <laughs> I could not believe. I could not believe it. I I think I stopped breathing. It was un. It was it was unbelievable. So I I went away for the weekend. I gave my speech. Everything went well. I came home, and that Monday I drove down for a site visit. The place is only an hour away from where I live, so it's it's still not too far away, and it's perfect. It's perfect for create and incubate retreat. There was a group of quilters who were busily creating in the upper room right near the dining hall on the day that I went to see it. A flock of turkeys roamed by while I was there, which kind of felt like they were giving a blessing to my group coming. And a few weeks later, I fi- I got the contract in the mail from Brother James, and I paid the deposit. And anyway, it's all everything's everything's moving along and everything's fine. And deep breath, everything is working out beautifully. The whole moral of this story, the reason that I'm sharing it with you, is that life doesn't always work out the way we want. Sometimes monkey wrenches get thrown into the works. Life presents us with turning points, forks in the road, and we have in the at those moments we have uh choices do we give up do we take the the fork where we give up which is a viable option right and it's not necessarily a dishonorable option sometimes it makes a lot of sense to give up so do we give up? Do we take that option? Or do we take the other fork and press on, even though it's going to be hard? Believe me, it was really stressful looking for another venue. And there were several days there where I wasn't actually sure if it was going to work with St. Francis Retreat because there was some mis- some miscommunication about the accommodation situation. I won't go into it here, but it, I wasn't sure if it was going to work for our situation. I wasn't sure if the people were going to have to share beds. <laughs> it's very confusing. But anyway, no, people do not have to share beds. But I wasn't sure uh, until I had an opportunity to, to speak with Brother James again the following week. Uh, and it was really, really stressful. But often, both options are hard. Either option you take can be hard. So in this case, giving up would have meant putting the brakes on all of the momentum and all of the goodwill that I've built up 
over four years of running Create and Incubate Retreat. It felt like I was really, you know, finally getting some traction. All of those retreatants who had signed up on the spot for this year, before I even had a date confirmed, right? Plus two more had just signed up. And I would have to give back all the money to people who had already paid me. And I don't have that money to give back. It's been spent. So giving up did not feel like a viable option. Now, here's the truth. The truth is, create an incubate retreat is not a profit center for me. And especially with the change to the new venue, which charges actual market rates instead of below market rates, (laughs) like Presentation Center did, which drove Presentation Center out of business. Retreats are really expensive to produce. They have hard costs. They're not like, you know, telesummits. And I was actually just at a telesummit last week, where one of the speakers who is a financial advisor and a coach to other coaches He was saying that he tells a lot of his clients that if they want to improve their bottom lines and to grow their businesses, they need to get rid of their, you know, the things they do, the passion side, the passion things they do, like their retreats. (laughs) Often that's the thing they need to get rid of in order to grow their businesses. That's how they grow their, improve their bottom line, get rid of their retreats. But my retreat is not about my bottom line. It's about my soul. Because let me tell you, if it were just about my bottom line, I would dump it in a heartbeat. (laughs) But a lot of things in life, important things in life are about more than money, art, community, connection, nature, love, white space, time to create just for you, laughter, joy, good conversation, learning, growing, making friends, delight, discovery, insight, a flock of wild turkeys walking by, gazing at the stars, inspiration, the buzz of energy in the room, when everyone's working on their creative projects, which energizes and inspires you as you work on your creative project, you can't put a price tag on that. So money-wise, the return on investment for my time and energy to produce, create an incubate retreat, it doesn't make any sense from a business perspective. But from a soul perspective, It's a necessity. That's why I do it. So at seven, I have the same number of registered retreatants right now as I had last year. And I have space for three, up to three more. If you'd like to join us, we were totally cool. If we stick with seven, it's a lovely number. I'm super happy with it. But I could take up to three more. I'm capping it at maximum of 10. So if you would like to join us, go to createandincubateretreat.com. Prices go up 
on July 1st, and the option to pay in installments goes away on July 1st. So check it out and sign up to grab one of those maximum of three more spots at createandincubateretreat.com. It's really special. And if it sounds like something that would be a good fit for you, I would love to have you. And that brings us to this week's Something Cool, which is an example of something else created for love. (laughs) It's a video. It's a video of, well, (laughs) high diving giraffes. (laughs) I just saw this really cool video. Someone shared it on Facebook. I have no idea. I can't remember who. But it just completely delighted me. And when I see something like this, that somebody or a bunch of somebody's, I'm not sure, somebody put a lot of time and energy into making this video for no good reason other than to delight themselves and maybe delight other people. And I think like 7 million people have seen this video now. So clearly a lot of people have been delighted by it. Well, I think it's just cool. It's just really cool. So check it out. It's about five and a half minutes long, and I have embedded it on the show notes page, which you can find at livecreativenow.com slash 113, livecreativenow.com slash 113. Enjoy. That's it. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're getting value out of this podcast, share it with a friend. And don't forget to hop on over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review and email it to me if you'd like to be considered for a listener spotlight. That's it. Until next time, thanks again for joining me and go get creating. Subscribe at livecreativenow.com.